1: Get it. The bird show. Say so what's occupying a little bit of real estate in my head this morning? I got to take that brain scan MRI thing today. Oh, really? Ooh. Oh, it was today, huh? Dang it. I feel like every other day you have a doctor's appointment. Yeah. It has been recently, right? And all of them have come out great though, thank God. Um, so I'm I'm going in for this brain MRI today. I told you guys for about 4 weeks now, all of a sudden like I've got this weird almost filter in my right eye that is like a smudge on a sunglass that you just, you can see through it, but it's just annoying, right? It's not getting any larger, but it's there, that's for sure. So I went to a couple eye doctors, they're like, well, (laughs) so the next step is going to get uh, to a neurologist, they're gonna do an MRI today, brain scan, see if there's anything going on there that's putting pressure on my eye. The good news is, I haven't had any symptoms like headaches, or um, uh, high-pitched hearing, uh, anything like that. So it's just this thing in my eye. And it it's still there
2: right now? Oh, yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah. It's there 24-7. Really? Well, I don't know how you deal with that. I, I, what else am I going to know?
3: Get a brain scan, apparently. <laughs> yeah. like,
1: right. Poor boy. So I think when you go in for these things, you know, it's not like you get results back immediately. But, like, this is, like, the one doctor that you just don't want to ever go to a neurologist. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some doctors that you know, if I go to a dentist, it's probably going to tell me, okay, you, you, you need that extraction right there on your tooth or whatever, but a neurologist is working on your brain, <laughs> and so it's occupying a little little bit of space today. Yeah,
2: and that, that busted brain of yours? In my busted <laughs> brain. That's
3: fogging up my eye. <laughs> All
1: right, look, we didn't get to this uh, yesterday, right? Was this when we were supposed to do this?
2: Yes, this was our follow-up Thursday that has now turned into a follow-up Friday.
1: Yeah, because she suspected her vacation fling was lying about who he was because there was like no evidence of his so-called family on this vacation that she was on. So you guys have been hitting us up asking, whatever happened with that couple? Kristen's got the recap.
2: Yeah, so Cindy Bowen wants to know what's going on. And if you missed it the first time around, the last time we heard from Adelaide was Halloween of last year. So it's been a year. Adelaide met a guy while she was traveling solo for fall break. Two of them, hit a mo- they, they hit it off. While they were getting to know one another, he mentioned he was recently divorced with kids. Shortly after they met, he asked Adelaide to visit him for a weekend. Before taking that step, she reached out to us to do a background check since he wasn't active on social media. His name, address, occupation, all checked out. However, there was no record of a marriage or children. In addition, he had two DUIs on his record. We agreed that this was odd, and maybe she should reconsider visiting him. However, she decided to go after he sent her pictures of his, in quotation, kids' putting her mind at ease. But moments before leaving, her plans fell through. He claimed there was a problem with his ex and their kids, but assured her they could reschedule. Last we heard, she was on the fence about trying to see him again.
4: The update is, well, after my initial visit was canceled due to some issues he claimed to be having with his ex and his kids, I decided to give it another shot. I tried to reschedule, not just once, but twice, hoping things would work out. However, each time he came up with different excuses as to why we couldn't meet. At this point, my gut was telling me something was off. You think? <laughs> Your gut a little late.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Whether or not our he-
2: guts were telling us, right. it's not even you.
4: <laughs> Whether or not he was being dishonest, his constant cancellations and excuses were making him seem incredibly unreliable. It felt like a potential life with him would be filled with drama and chaos. Then. He suggested that he come to visit me instead of me going there.
5: Nope.
4: Struck me as odd. hmm Because it seemed like he was avoiding any situation where I could potentially discover the truth about his background. hmm It was a red flag for mm-hmm. me. So it was easy to decide to break things off with him. But he didn't make it easy. He bombarded me with texts and calls trying to convince me to change my mind. I ended up blocking his number. But he didn't stop there. He created an Instagram account just to send me direct messages. Ooh, this guy. It was persistent, and I had to block him on Instagram as well. Thankfully, I didn't receive any other messages on different platforms or, form or from any other profiles, so it seemed like he finally got the hint and walked away. Needless to say, I'm glad I never let him come visit me or learn even more about my life, friends, family, etc. It's yet another non fairy tale ending in my love life. Mm -hmm. Maybe one day, my prince will come. Why do we constantly not
1: listen to our gut?
2: I don't know. We're blinded by the love goggles. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, because your gut doesn't lie, right? Your head lies to you, but your gut never lies. You can't run away from it. So why do we ignore it so much?
2: Because we like things to be easy, and our gut makes things difficult. And sometimes making the right decision doesn't feel good, and it makes things hard. And so you just decide to go with what you got.
1: Get it. The Bird Show. So we're about to help Zoe here text because her grandmother passed away about a year ago and she was given all these plates and china and she told her cousin like, "You know what? You can have this stuff, right?" And now For whatever reason that we'll find out in a second, she wants all this china and these plates back and wants our help not to text the grandmother. That's not a possibility, but to text the cousin and say, hey, I need all this stuff back. Hey, Zoe. Hi, guys. Okay, so what brings us here? Tell us about your grandmother. Tell us about the china, the plates, your cousin, the whole the whole deal.
0: Right. Well, it's a little complicated. So my grandmother passed away um, like approximately two years ago and I was given all of her china. It's like a pretty extensive collection. And at the time I was living in an apartment. Um, I was not engaged and basically I I thought it would be best to give it to my cousin because she was already married and so I gave it to my cousin and now my life is like completely different. I'm about to be married. I'm like already living with my fiance. We're going to be married very soon and like I want to have family get-togethers and I want the China back and mind you I've been to my cousins numerous times for family gatherings since I gave her the china and she's never used it like I think it's still in the box that I gave it to her and you know still all wrapped up and I know I I know I gave it to her and I know it's like a little crazy to ask for it back but I would use it and it would mean so much to me And my life is just in a much different place than it was um you know, when I gave it to her.
1: Why don't you just tell her that?
2: Yeah. I just own up to the like you made a mistake. Um a couple years ago you 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 didn't think you had space or a place for it, but now you do and it would mean a lot if you could have it back.
0: Right. It's just my cousin is like a little bit um intense. But
2: like, <laughs> so here's the thing, Zoe, like you gave it to her. It is now hers. <laughs>
0: We can do this, but if she says no, she says no. I just feel like my chances are going to be better if I have you guys on my side. Oh, no, we're going to do
2: this, and we're going to do our damnedest. But if she is as difficult as you say she is, um, and once she says no, we can still try to do, like, some pleading. Uh, You might just have to kiss this China goodbye.
0: Do you guys give each other Christmas gifts? Um. Yeah, and like birthday gifts. Like I love my cousin, you know. I mean, that's why I I gave it to her in the first place. But I don't know. Just the situation has really
1: changed. I think what Kristen is saying is 100. I mean, she you gave it to her. It's hers now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we got a couple of minutes here. What can we use for leverage mm-hmm. in order for her to give up that, Those plates and that china. Because you have nothing right now. Is there anything that she would want that you can make a trade of?
2: Oh, I like it. Yeah. That way she gets something.
1: Right. Because right now we have nothing except an ask. And if she doesn't want to do it, there's nothing in it for her at all. no backup plan either.
0: Right. Well, I think, you know, what I can offer is that I would be using it and she would be using (laughs) it when she comes. You know, no. and like starting the family tradition, but she's not
2: using
3: it. No, yeah, that's, that's a, fine.
1: That's a great point, except she doesn't care.
2: And hey, hey listen, my mom <laughs> gave me her China that her, like her mother, my grandmother gave her. And I don't use it, but I have it displayed in my guest bedroom. Because um, you're you're going to be hard pressed to find somebody who uses fine China. Um, it, it, like definitely not on a daily basis and let alone on special occasions. So... I feel like Bert's right. You have—is there something that you would be willing to exchange for your grandmother's china?
1: Wait, what was the question? Because all I heard was Bert's right. But <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: she—if her cousin is the way she is, then she's going to need something to replace. Because you're not just replacing china; mm-hmm. you're replacing the memory of your old grandmother. Yep.
0: Right. Did she get anything oh. from grandmama? I mean, I was given like a locket. That means
5: a lot to me. Okay. No, 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 no. We're not given anything. If it's sitting in the box, she don't need it. So I think the reason I asked if she does Christmas presents, if you guys do it, because here's what I think we should do. We go in and ask to borrow it for a family event, like for a big dinner party. Oh. And then we just don't give it back. Yes. And then we say, uh, you know what? can this be my Christmas present this year or something like this? You don't have to get me anything. How about I just hang on to the china until you need it? I love
2: it. I do too. That's not bad at all.
4: Genius.
5: That's that's not a bad idea because she's pretty frugal. Yeah. Like, she loves saving money. So that's... I didn't even think about that. Booyah! Like oh,
1: yes. Well Sandra. done, Cassie. And then, yeah.
5: If she says no, you just forget to arrange a time and place to give it back.
1: I like this. That's a good starting place right there. Alright, um, Zoe, give us a couple of seconds here. When we come back, we will start texting your cousin. I think Cassie's got a great game plan here. All we're gonna do is borrow it. This could be over here pretty quick. Texting tutor next. Get it. The Bird Show. All right, so we're about to start our texting tutor with Zoe here. So Zoe's grandmother passed away a couple of years ago, and she got some <laughs> fine china from grandma, and um, she gave it to the cousin, to her cousin, but now Zoe wants this back because she's getting married, and the cousin doesn't do anything with the china anyway, the that fine you plates. you know of. The china fine plates. The china fine <laughs> plates. <laughs> doesn't do anything with it. Like,
2: you go over there, she hasn't used it, but technically, Zoe, do you know your cousin has never utilized it? that China
0: one hundred percent okay still
2: right. in the
1: box. okay all right. all right, so Cassie had a brilliant idea a couple of minutes ago, which was what
5: we're just going to borrow it we're going to ask to borrow it for a dinner party we 're having, and then it's in your house, and then you just kind of hang on to it because that's not an an immediate i don't need that back immediately. And then if she ever asks for it back or you get closer to Christmas, you can just say, hey, you know what? Instead of getting me a Christmas present, would you be cool if I just hung on to Grandma's China? And if it's never come out the box, I bet you she'd say yes.
1: So what events are we supplying a new truth for? Is this a party you would ask for? It's a dinner
5: party. Dinner party? A dinner party for a friend's birthday to explain why she wouldn't be
2: invited. Yeah, and you don't want to say something like I was about to say for your engagement, but that's your cousin. You would probably invite her. So create an event that your cousin would not be invited to. For your husband's co-workers. Okay. Your fiance's co Make sure it's somebody. It makes sense that your cousin would not be at said party. Right. And, and it makes sense that
5: you would want to bust out the nice China. Yes.
4: Well, I mean we may only have to cross this bridge if we get there, but I can kind of see an angle of her saying, like, why would you want to use the China because it's so
1: valuable to the family?
2: Because it's a it's we're doing we're doing like a fine dining event at
5: the house.
1: Is she trying to impress the boss?
5: Yes. Oh yes. The yes.
1: boss. Okay. The boss. Cassie, how are we starting
5: I would say something like, um, hey girl, got a really important dinner coming up at the house with Hubby's boss. Would you be cool if I use grandma's china? No, I would be, instead of, would you be cool, can I please
0: borrow
2: mm. grandma's china?
0: Okay.
5: Yeah, that's okay. nice. Okay, I
0: sent it. He's pretty good about getting back right away, right. so. Before
2: you send anything, Zoe, you have yeah. to read it to us so we can confirm you sent the right thing. Oh, my gosh, I already sent it. That's okay. Oh, no. oh my
3: God. Zoe! <laughs> <laughs> what <was> that voice? <laughs> Zoe,
2: what did you send, my dear? Hey, girl, got a really important dinner coming up
5: at house. May I please borrow Grandma's china? You
2: didn't put in there about your fiance's boss. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know but it,
5: <laughs> grandma's disappointed I can in you. Now. No, no.
2: put that now? No. Oh, she no. said, what's it for? There, she said, what's there we it for? It. Okay. Um, it's for uh, my fi- fiance's co workers and boss. Okay. Wait, don't wait, send wait, wait, anything. Wait. It's for my fiance's co worker and boss. We really want to impress them.
5: Yeah, I would say. Okay to impress them. Okay. I'm trying to think of a way because if my sister said the co-workers, I'd be like, is this a raucous party? I don't want China. So like, what about my fiance's boss and a couple of high-level co-workers are coming over? There you go. Mm -hmm,
3: mm
2: Mm-hmm. So it's for my fiance's boss and a couple of important co-workers.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's for my fiance's boss and some important co-workers. We really want to impress them. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to send it.
5: Why are you worried about what other people think? <laughs> it would be so nice just to have one of these where, like, the other person isn't petty. Like, if my sister asked me for this China, I'd be like, sure, come get it. Get yeah, but it. then we wouldn't have a segment. I know, but it's just people are so weird about this stuff. Just let people borrow stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry, but my
0: cousin's middle name is Petty. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think China is the way to impress
1: them.
2: What'd she say? Mm.
0: That's
1: rude. That's okay,
2: okay. So, all right, we're gonna start matching energy.
1: Okay, what did she say again?
2: Um, she just says I don't, I think, said China, I don't think China. She don't. China. She says I don't think China is the way to impress him. Respond back. I know them, and it is. Can I borrow it, please? I feel
5: like that's gonna shut her down, though. If she's petty, she's not petty.
1: I wonder that's if her petty. dad's name is Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. Cassie's problem. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I liked but it. But I knew and it was in your strikes.
2: Co- it made me happy. <laughs> okay, start like maybe this. I... Start with trust. Okay. Start with trust, comma. I know them. It will, period. Okay. Can I please borrow it? Question mark. Okay.
1: It'll just be for a night.
2: <laughs> no, we're
1: <will> not saying <laughs> that. Why? Why?
0: Okay, That's... trust. I know.
2: Oh,
1: because you don't want to lie? You don't lie within the lie. Duh. Oh, my (laughs) bad. My bad. We
0: have to be able to keep track of said lies. (laughs) Okay. Trust, I know it will impress them. Can I borrow it, please? Yep. Okay.
5: Okay. I sent it. Like, if I got this text and I was the cousin... Even though the china was given to me, yeah. in the back of my head, I would have been like, "It was yours originally." Mm-hmm. And honestly, I would kind of, fe- unless it was my like china I broke out at every big dinner, I would kind of been like, "It was on hold." And but I guess though, if it's my grandma too, though, mm-hmm. well, if yeah. it's in the
1: box, too, and she's not, yeah, go especially ahead. If it's in the box, that's right. that's what I was gonna say. It's, a, it's a no oh, brainer. Like God. she's being a jerk for the sake of being a jerk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: She said, "I don't think so." I'm sorry. Say what? how I would say how come question yeah, mark. Ask why. Yeah. No. Just be like why. See, this is why I need you guys. This is what I'm dealing with. That's fine. Just yeah. reply back why.
2: Yeah. Okay, and
1: by know. the way, we haven't done anything yet. You could have done this on your own. <laughs> <laughs> <Sir?
4: gasps>
2: she says someone else is using it. <gasps>
4: oh, wow. And the plot thickens.
2: <laughs> then just respond back. Who? question mark. It's her, you guys. It's her, China. She can borrow it out to whomever she wants to. Yeah, no, I'm wondering if she gave it to somebody though, like oh gave God. it, gave it
1: away. But what's the difference? I, I well, mean, she
2: gave it away. That's different. Is it? But you uh, gave yeah. it away also. I mean, Zoe gave it away <laughs> to somebody
5: else in the family, yeah, but in though. The
2: family. Yeah, but maybe. Because why does that matter? We don't know. Maybe the cousin gave it to somebody else in your family. No, her cousin sucks. <laughs> we don't know anything yet. Her <laughs> Cousin gave it to
0: Goodwill. <laughs> oh yeah, God. Same. Why does that matter?
1: What's the relationship like between you and your cousin? Have you guys been friendly? Is it adversarial?
0: Okay, we're friendly. Like, I, you know, she's younger than me, but it's almost sometimes I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I just want to keep the peace. I don't like arguments. I feel like maybe I people-please a little too much. And she is a little aggressive in her approach with pretty much everything. I love her. But that's just the truth.
1: So to put it frankly, if you guys are going to be around each other on Thanksgiving, your first thought is, oh, God, blank is going to be there.
0: Um, Yeah. I mean, I love seeing her, but it's kind of like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, I hope there's no drama. Okay. okay, I'll just say that. So respond back because I'd like to
2: ask them when they're using it. And if it doesn't conflict, if I can borrow it. OK,
5: that's good. Cousin's hiding okay. something. She's being very obstinate. hmm. Mm hmm.
2: But we have to be delicate about how we extract the information, otherwise she's going to shut down. And we're going to get nothing.
0: She's writing.
6: I feel like she definitely gave it away.
5: Which, if you're going to give away something that somebody gave to you, to me, the first right of refusal should go back to the original gifter. Mm-hmm. But is that is that just me, or is that if it's a family heirloom? Yes. Yeah.
2: But if it's not, no.
0: Okay. She wrote back. If you need dishes for your event, I'd go with some. White dishes. I have some you can borrow. The china wouldn't have gone with your house
1: anyway. Too antique looking. She's the worst, man. Wow. Oh my
5: gosh. I would say thank you so much for the offer of the plates. She did offer you something. This is just me and y'all can correct. I'd be like, I feel like you're trying to hide something from me. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, no. thank you for the
2: offer and the input. I really want to use these plates. I've been missing grandma. It would make me
5: feel closer to her. Are you trying to hide something? Question mark.
4: Oh, okay, yeah. Bring it. now's a party.
5: What if we what, what if we don't put the hide something in this one? Yeah. And do everything but that? And then if she pushes back again, then we'll be like, are you trying to hide something? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like one more benefit of the doubt, lay on the emotional um, blackmail real thick. Um, okay. Thank you for the offer of the plates.
2: Thank you for I the really offer. Didn't... No, just say thank you for the offer in the input, comma. Okay.
0: And the input. Okay. I've really been missing grandma and would like to use them to feel closer to her. Perfect. I sent it.
1: Grandma's going to start haunting the cousin once she knows what's up.
2: I channeled Myrtle, my grandma, what she would want me to say.
1: Myrtle? That is the most grandmother name (laughs) ever. My My granny.
2: That was granny. Granny was Myrtle. And then on my dad's (gasps)
0: side, it was Eleanor. Uh-oh.
1: Yet they gasped.
0: I don't have it anymore. I can't give it to (gasps) you. All right.
2: Play
5: it cool.
0: Okay,
2: okay, okay. Hold on. Can you please tell me who you gave it to? I would like to try to get the china back. Oh, my God.
1: I guess for families that are very sentimental and close, this is like a big deal.
5: Huge. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay. Okay. This is great. She's now got power play over her cousin, her younger, annoying, petty cousin. He's S-T-F-U and take a seat. Like, I know it's materialistic. It's just things. But
2: when, like, after somebody's passed, especially an heirloom, like, you know, fine china that gets passed down from generations to generations. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. Again, Zoe gave them to her cousin, so they were her. They were now her cousin's property. Cousin can do whatever she wants with them, but Zoe can also do everything in her power to get them back.
0: It's just bad for. Oh, my God. I sold it to someone on Facebook Marketplace. I'll send you her info, and maybe you can buy it back. All right. Then that's what we're going to have to do, Zoe. Okay.
1: Why, why are you the mouth a gasp.
2: I think it's so disrespectful. I know people and people in my family who do this and they just don't have that type of attachment with... Things mm-hmm. and it's more the memories than anything. She well, could be- have at least said something to yes. me before doing this.
5: Well, she, was, uh, she didn't
2: think all, you that wanted that it, Zoe. She sucks. didn't think you wanted it. You gave it to her. You're seeing so, the best
5: in people because if she didn't want you, you gave it to her. Now you're going to sell it. Zoe could have sold it. I'm not seeing the boy. I try, I do try to see the best in people, but bottom line, you
2: gave her the china, Zoe. Like you gave it to her and she can do with it whatever she pleases.
5: I think. Though earlier, Kristen's right. You can reach out to the person on Facebook and say, mm-hmm. my cousin's an idiot. This is a <laughs> family heirloom. You'll be like,
2: absolutely. Send me the info. Now you have to choose. You're at a fork in the road. Do you want to leave it at that? Or do you want to read her the riot act oh, and be no. like, how how could you sell grandma's China and not offer it back to me?
0: Yeah, this is about to China. My cousin's a jerk. I knew that. That's why I <laughs> told you guys to help me. why well, well, her so middle name is Petty. Zoe, have we learned a
2: lesson? Mm-hmm. We're going to stop giving jerks things, correct? Yes. <laughs>
3: I, yes,
0: it's a I life see lesson. where I messed up. I just never thought she would do something so petty, like turn around and, you know, she could have given it to somebody else in the family. That would be fine. That
5: would be better. Here's what you do, Zoe. You play nice now. Yes, please. Thank you for the information. Like Kristen said. And then you host a dinner party with your family and you invite Zoe. Oh. And then you use Grandma's China. And okay. you say, aren't you so glad to eat off giant, uh, Grandma's China? I was able to get it back after Zoe sold it on Facebook Marketplace.
3: <gasps> oh, John,
5: John, John. I like
3: it. Cassie's what?
5: en fuego! That's going to be the greatest Thanksgiving dinner
2: ever! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zoe, just sent back, yes, please send me the information as soon as you can. Okay. And stay yeah. on her ass. Okay. and make sure you get that today and then make immediate right. contact with the Facebook person and explain your situation and be like, I will gladly pay you whatever you paid my cousin.
5: You didn't even make up stuff. Your cousin stole it from you. <gasps> it wasn't hers to sell. Yeah. <laughs> Devious. i going down. She should, at the
6: very least, give her a cut of that money, in my opinion. I
3: agree.
1: 100%. All right, so what was the last thing we asked her to text?
6: One more time. I said, um, absolutely, please send me
0: the info as soon as you can. And she says, I will look for it when I get home. Can't right this second. Okay. Just I say thank know. you. Yep. just Yeah. Thank you.
3: Okay. Nothing
1: else to see here. Okay.
2: How And after after you have said China in hand, you can handle your cousin however you see fit. But it sounds to me right. like you don't like confrontation. So if you need an extra boost and you need the power of Cassie (laughs) to, (laughs) to ream your cousin, we can totally do that.
1: All right, Zoe. So let us know how it goes. With any luck at all, she plays fair, and you can reach back out and you can get this shine, okay?
5: Okay. I hope you get it. Thank you. I
1: hope you get oh, it also. Okay, see you See you around. Good luck. All right, bye
6: guys. bye I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the tent between you and someone one else or if it's a single girl summer there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year adam and eve is offering 50 percent off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up asap and you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery adam and eve ships things out in discreet packaging so you and deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code abby at checkout that's a b b y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code ABBY to get your discount code ABBY.
1: The Burt Show. Let me ask you guys a question here. If you had a friend that confided in you that they got up in the morning, as soon as they get up in the morning, start drinking, right? Mm-hmm. And then Alcohol. Alcohol. Okay. No water. <laughs> I just to it's know. very concerning. What would they go <laughs> buy that in you Hey, yeah, I got a secret. I've been drinking water like eight ounces as soon as I wake up.
6: Super <laughs> hydrated.
1: Don't judge me.
2: I am concerned about your hydration levels. We need to have a talk.
1: So they confess to you that they wake up in the morning, start drinking. Uh, and drinking throughout the day. Mm. Yet There is nothing in their life that is affected by their drinking.
6: Except their body.
1: Except their body. But work-wise, everything cool. This person, totally, completely happy. Um, So they
2: think. That's their perspective of the situation. Get what I'm saying? Like, they think they're doing great at work. Some people they work with or their boss may have a different take on that.
1: What if this person uh, worked remotely? Okay. And he's doing just fine. Everything's great. Nothing's slipping through the cracks at all. Um, nobody would know anything any the wiser, but they did confide. Would you say, like, hey, you really need to get help on something like that? It's not healthy. You're numbing. What would you say to somebody that was drinking as soon as they wake up in the morning until they go to sleep? This is a top-tier friend? Yeah.
3: Oh,
4: yeah. I, I probably would have a conversation with him about the why. I don't know that they're they're grown. So I don't know that I would go into the is it affect how it's affecting your life. I feel like you would know, but I probably would have a conversation as to just why do you feel the need to do that every day? Hey, Abby, you got a bunch of alcoholic
1: friends.
6: I do. All they do is just drink <laughs> wine all day. Same here, actually.
1: Well, so long as it's not water.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> We're good to go. Heaven
6: forbid we be hydrated. There's a reason why Jesus turned water into wine and not
3: vice versa. Mm. Jesus was
6: taking communion on the daily. Uh, I'd probably say, you know, talk to a therapist. Like, if you really do think you're happy, that's fine. But just get a second opinion from somebody who has a degree in, and, and, you know, human behavior. So I would tell them, talk to a, do- a mental health professional. I've had
2: multiple people in my life who have dealt with this or they have a significant other that has dealt with this. And by this, I mean alcoholism. And this is, while it may seem manageable now, I can foresee it becoming a major issue down the road. I don't see how this gets better without somebody intervening, not using the word intervention per se, but intervening. I only see it getting worse. So... I think we can all agree here that is a problem if the first thing you have to do when you wake up in the morning is have some kind of alcoholic beverage, and then you must do so Mm -hmm. throughout the day to get through your day.
1: Okay. I don't have a friend like that, but I do have a friend, and let's change the complexion of it a little bit, and let's just lose the PC-ness. I do have a friend that confided in me that he wakes up and he smokes weed starting early in the morning, in the afternoon, all the way through night totally functioning, no problem at all in their life. Does that change the complexion of the conversation for you?
2: It it doesn't, to be honest, because, it, I mean, depending on where you live, both are legal, right? Um, I feel like if you need a non-prescribed substance continuously throughout the day, you probably need to talk to somebody about the why.
4: If I'm honest, I would like to say that it doesn't change the conversation. <laughs> but I have several friends who do it. Right. And I've I've never had or've even thought to have a conversation with them about it. Because just like you said, I know there's a stigma around it that a lot of people believe people who do that are just lazy and they're not getting anything done in their life. But the friends I have who do it function just fine. Uh-huh. Hard working, take care of themselves, take care of their families. That's just what they do. Okay, let's circle
1: back to that in just one second. Abby.
6: I do think it changes the conversation a little bit because it's a different substance. So it affects people differently. However, I think any kind of dependence on anything is definitely something to be looked into. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but if you cannot function without something, that's literally the definition of an addiction, Mm -hmm. I think. So- yeah, I would look into it.
1: All right, so let's circle back to what Mo was saying, because I know a couple of people like this as well, right? And I realized a few weeks ago that I've never even thought about having that conversation with somebody that wakes and bakes and smokes all day long, because they are high-functioning, they're getting work done, but if it was alcohol, I would absolutely say something. Same, and I, I don't know what that says about how I
4: perceived it to, but... I've never even, like you said, I've never even thought to have that conversation (laughs) with the
1: friends I know who do it.
2: But they are different. I mean... Alcohol and marijuana are not the same thing.
1: Uh, well, I mean, they are different drugs, but we are talking about numbing and we are talking about drugs, right? So why is it different?
2: Well, and I, you also have to talk about the fact of like what alcohol will do to your liver. I am not privy or educated on what excessive or not even not excessive, but what um, continuous and repeated marijuana use has on the body. And if it even does have an effect on the body.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't even research it. I uh, wouldn't even okay. I, I don't want to know. I'm cool.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Again, I wouldn't call it an intervention. But I'd be like, hey, um, I know you're saying that you're happy and I know you're saying that you're content, but...
1: The person I'm talking about is very freaking content and very high-level successful.
2: Well, as they should be because... (laughs) It ain't cheap. They're high. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: this is not a lie the person that I am talking about is a very happy person okay
2: all right then <laughs> I, I still would say something I wouldn't I, I, I would do my damnedest it's, it's the it's not the message it's the delivery'd be like I am not judging you I am not trying to come down on you I'm just trying to understand like the the why
1: that's fair yeah good morning Jules you're on the bird show hi hey
0: um my question is what about people who are prescribed like anxiety Medication throughout the day. Does that count as the same category? No.
1: Would it change this? So you're asking, would the complexion of the conversation change if a doctor said, start taking this first thing in the morning, take it in the afternoon, take it at night?
2: If a doctor prescribed medicinal marijuana, I wouldn't think twice about it. If it's like, if you have an ailment, right? Like if you have because anxiety medication, that that's that's a disease, right? Like that's a mental illness. So I I would be. You know, that would be like telling a diabetic they're addicted to their insulin. That that to me is not even remotely the same thing. What's your
1: thought on it, Jules?
2: Well, maybe people are ta- are smoking the weed because
0: of the anxiety. Maybe that's just their way of
7: treating it mm. versus
0: doctor prescribed things. Mm.
2: And that yeah, and that's totally fine if they're a therapist or because like before I got prescribed um, my Lexapro, which I've been very open about. Um, you have to do your due diligence, and I went to therapy for years before deciding to jump on meds. Now, there's different paths to get there. I do feel like you need to have doctor input and or a psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist, whoever, input um, to guide you in the right direction of what medication you need to be on. I'll bet it be Lexapro or marijuana.
1: Hey, Melissa. Good morning. Hello, how are you? Fantastic. Super high, though. All of us are. Not funny. What's going well, on?
7: I don't know if you all are familiar with CHS. Um, It's, a, it's a, an addiction to marijuana. It is very dangerous. Uh, it's called Kevin. I'm very nervous talking because it makes me so upset. That's okay. Because I have a child. I have a family member that is addicted to marijuana, and... She has been hospitalized many, many, many times. She huh. um, smokes it continuously, and it is an addiction, and it, it can be deadly because you get dehydrated from mm. the symptoms that you get from this. You vomit. For weeks on end, you lose weight from it. It's a serious addiction, and it is dangerous.
1: No, I appreciate I you calling it. And,
7: and,
1: and I can tell that it's, it's affected your family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what? and what we've been sold on it is that it's not addictive. It's right. habitual. But now you're talking to a listener that's gone through it. Mm-hmm. So you can't deny that. All right. Um, let me take one more and then we'll move on. Hey, Cheryl. Good morning.
7: Good morning, Bert. You guys are cracking me up. And I apologize for that lady, whatever she went through prior to me on the phone conversation. But I am here to tell you I am a professional wake and baker, if you want to call it.
1: Are you stoned right now? Uh, are you high right now? Uh, yeah okay all right right. it gives your call credibility
7: i'm down here legislating all the time because i am a very professional have my own cannabis business an edible business and we're down here legislating because we want to change the face of the cannabis user we are all out here high professionals like your friend he is a very high professional or she is a very high functioning professional just because we choose a different drug doesn't mean we're any less professional, successful, or any of that. These doctors have it in our heads that we have to have a prescription. Well, guess what, folks? We're going to be the first state in the entire country that our pharmacies are going to be able to dispense medical marijuana. So we have to educate ourselves. And that's what it's all about for me right now. It's education, education,
1: education. Okay, so let's. Yes, sir. All right, so let's do that for 60 seconds, even though it's going to feel like four minutes for you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So
1: so let's go ahead and, and educate for 60 seconds because what we have been told is that. Look, marijuana is not addictive, but we just had a caller on saying it absolutely is. And the way we were looking at it is if this was an alcohol conversation, it would be completely different. So take 60 seconds and educate us.
7: Okay, I'm going to go with Kristen there. It is a completely different drug. Okay, mm-hmm. so the alcohol, she's right. It's going to affect your liver. It's going to compound on liver, all of that stuff. The so medical marijuana is a naturally earth-grown product. So you're getting the chemicals from the earth or lack thereof, let's say. The chemicals that this, that young lady or the lady before me, maybe there were the some chemicals that were mixed in with that weed, mm-hmm. that made her nephew or son or whoever that was that was very ill. We weed does not do that. You're going to get the munchies. You're, <laughs> you're not going to lose weight, I promise you that. Um, so you're going to get the munchies. However, if you do it properly and under medical care, You can be extremely successful. And all I'm asking is please don't judge us or the medicine we choose to use because it's plant based versus somebody else. Looks like we wouldn't judge a vegetarian or anything.
1: Cheryl, I appreciate you calling. I would tell you to have a good day, but I already know that's going to (laughs) happen. See you now. The first show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's Entertainment Bus.
6: It's going to be a rough month for Justin Timberlake because Britney Spears' memoir drops in four days and the leaks that have already come out are so unfortunate for his reputation. So the latest news that's come out in terms of the leaks that's going to be in her book, The Woman and Me, dropping October 24th, which people are cracking jokes about because mm. like, we are like, we won't even need to read the book because the whole thing's going to get leaked before
3: it even comes right. out. Right. No,
6: I feel like this is the Sparknotes slash Wikipedia plot summary for it. So the latest news that's come out about what is in her book in terms of her relationship to Justin, Tim- Justin Timberlake is that um, he broke up with her over text message, which is just such a D-bag move, in my opinion, considering what we've already heard that she's gone through with him via this relationship. But she also admitted to cheating on him, which is also... A D-bag move. (gasps) No, because the leaks are saying that the only reason that she made out with choreographer Wade Robson is because she already knew that he was cheating on her at the time. So it was sort of like, time to get even. So he was cheating with somebody
2: in Hollywood. So she cheated on somebody and then he broke up with her via text. Yes.
1: Again, this happened when they were like 18, 19 years old. Nobody has any integrity at that point, so it's not even shocking at 18 or 19.
6: It's still sad and it's messed up. So after all of that happens, I mean, it's hard enough going through a breakup, but going through a breakup at 19 and the public eye, apparently she's writing about the fact that she felt like the med- the media portrayed her as a, quote, harlot who'd broken the heart of America's golden boy when she says in reality she was Devastated at her home in Louisiana, and he was happily running around Hollywood with a bunch of girls. Yeah, to be, f- and like remembering, and also
2: recently when all this stuff came back out after Justin Timberlake apologized to Janet Jackson and apologized to Britney Spears for things that he said um, after the nipplegate and also after he and Britney broke up. Um, she did get painted as the villain Mm -hmm. and the interviews that she did and how they treated her was atrocious and he never once stood up for her.
1: I have mixed feelings about the details in this book. I really do, even before it comes out. Um, Because Brittany is telling you what she experienced through her lens. Her truth. Her truth. But at least in my opinion, and I've never met her, Um, her lens is a little foggy (laughs) in a lot of areas. So the fact that she can ruin reputations here based on what she feels her experience was and somebody else's isn't, it just, I'm just looking at it like very skeptically.
2: What you are looking at as ruining reputations though, other people are looking at is her finally
6: telling her story.
1: And it is her story to tell. Exactly. If it's accurate or not. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what she believes happened.
6: Yeah, well, Justin Timberlake is also a major celeb and free to write his own memoir. He can come out with mm-hmm. one next year called The Man and Me. Nobody <laughs> is stopping him.
3: <laughs> give, a, give the
6: people what they want, JT. So, yeah, I mean, I actually think it'd be very interesting to hear his side in a full memoir, but I don't think Justin's going to do that. I, I think I he's going to so put either. his head down for a couple of months, and this is all going to be old news in three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Jade will say something else.
4: Right. <laughs> <I> She'll <should> never <laughs> stop. Right. You J- can J- count on that.
6: She's going to insert her narrative in, into this summer. Somehow we just know. <laughs> She'll be like, I was there when Justin Timberlake <laughs> sent the text to Britney Spears breaking up.
4: Right. <laughs> no, she started insane.
2: Oh, oh, I forgot
4: about <laughs> yeah, that. That was
1: her idea.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and JC Shazay proposed to her.
1: Yeah,
6: uh-huh. I yeah. forgot about that.
1: Well, what we'll find out is like, Tupac was part of Insync that she started. He <laughs> was the original That's member. That's how they met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh they didn't gosh, work out. Sure.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of this I'm here. incredibly important history. It was either
1: Joey Fatone or Tupac, <laughs> <laughs> she went with Joey.
6: <laughs> God. Okay. On to my favorite subject, Taylor Swift. Yay. Okay, is Taylor Swift going to be in the next Marvel? Or is she going to be the next Marvel movie star? Well, all signs are pointing to maybe. So we the last time we saw her with Ryan Reynolds, he was also with Hugh Jackman and Deadpool 3 director Sean Levy, so everyone kind of felt like, "Ooh, maybe she's hinting to the fact that she is going to to be one of the stars in this next installment." So somebody asked Sean Levy, "What is she going to be in the film? Can you reveal that information?" And here is what he said.
1: I love The proliferation of casting rumors on the internet because I never have to say what's real and what's fantasy. So I'm just going to go with the very cliche no comment on all things casting.
6: So basically, um, we don't have an answer as to whether or not she's going to be in an right.
1: So that was a a non-story story. story I've heard she's going to be a villain.
4: Oh. The anti here.
6: Classic of the, oh. oh.
3: <laughs> Classic, right. the media
6: trying to portray Taylor Swift as the, as the villain again. <laughs> hey, you want Tommy to pull that hook out of your mouth real quick? Yes.
3: <laughs> you guys.
6: <laughs> Happy Friday, t- Abby. Let me talk about Taylor Swift in peace. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. And yeah, of course, I needed to fill time. It's it's Friday, you know. It's slow
3: news day. So. <laughs>
6: For more stories that we probably don't have, head to Thank us.
1: The Bird Show. Ladies, hear me on this. Don't don't emasculate your man with these couples' costumes. I mean, some of them are cool, but some of them are just taking his balls right off. I,
6: well, shouldn't you be happy that I have a Halloween party suggestion for us? Like, you don't have to do any thinking. I know. I bought it for you off Amazon. I yeah, mean, You I, ain't got to lift a finger.
1: I, I, I'm not saying that I'm totally against the idea. There are just some that are more emasculating than others. And I'm just saying, be sensitive to that. So, sure.
2: is it, it like, so I... My husband and I, we've been together for 17 years. We've been married for six. We have a two and a half year old. We do, we're doing a family costume while well, we can do family costumes because, yeah. you know,
1: this is. That's different. Couples and family costumes are different. Okay. You can sell out more as a man. Okay, perfect. In that case. It doesn't, yeah, it's not emasculated. It's sweet. If it's for the family. Yeah. yeah. So, Bart
2: riding an inflatable dinosaur, that's sweet. That's sweet. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) Um, He he wasn't really, he wasn't, let me be honest. I showed him (laughs) when I got him. He wasn't super thrilled about it, but he's like, whatever.
1: Like, way back in the day, uh, my ex-wife asked me uh, if I wanted to do a Raggedy Ann and Andy Halloween costume. As a couple? Yeah, as a couple. I'm like... I mean, we had just started going out, and I was already thinking about divorce. I
6: don't see you as a raggedy Andy. That's
1: emasculating (laughs) right there.
3: It's really bad, right?
1: Okay. So, uh, Abby, you want to read this one? Because here they are now. It's a brand new couple. And when you ask to do a couple's costume, you're making a couple of statements to the dude that you're dating. I'm telling you that right now.
6: Okay. My friend's annual Halloween party is next weekend. It's a huge party that we all look forward to every year. my friends along with their significant others will be there. This is the first year where I won't be there alone because the guy I'm seeing is coming with me. I've always been jealous of all my friends and their cute couple's costumes. So I really would like to be able to finally participate, but I'm not sure if it's too soon for that. We've only been dating two weeks. Could it potentially scare him off? I don't want to come across as too forward or pushy. I'm just super excited about the idea. So here, are my questions for you all. Is it too soon to propose a couple's costume idea after just a couple weeks of dating? If so, how long should I wait before bringing up the idea of doing a couple's costume in the future, if not for this Halloween? Is there a costume I could propose that is like a couple's costume but might not scare them off? Thanks for the opinions, Peyton. This is so easy. I don't think it's,
2: if you are going to a Halloween party together as a couple, I see nothing wrong, no matter how long you've been dating, bringing up the idea of doing a couple's costume, Two right? weeks? Even two weeks.
1: Absolutely, absolutely not.
2: No, but you have to, whatever you propose has to be super, super simple. Like get him a Travis Kelsey jersey and he goes as Travis Kelsey okay. and you go as Taylor
1: Swift. Okay, maybe.
2: Make it
6: something super simple like that. Here's the thing. You do not propose it as a couple's costume because the word couple is probably going to scare him off. He's going to go running. Mm-hmm. All you have to say is, hey, you know that party we're going to next weekend at so-and-so's house? Do you want to coordinate? Boom.
1: Coordinate. That. Coordinate. Mm. That's being Jedi mind tricked right yeah. there. I'm not mad at that. That yeah. that was my first
4: thought was you you find a way to where it the conversation goes into yeah. us having a couple's costume, but after two weeks you don't just come out and say we going as as a couple that 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 would scare me
3: off.
6: Okay, so we're not going to say couples costume, mm. we're going to say coordinated costumes. Yes, and maybe you throw out a couple ideas. Like I think the Travis Kelsey one, Taylor Swift one is so easy. Like mm-hmm. hey, I'll get you an uh, a an, uh, Chiefs jersey off Amazon. You good with that? Okay.
3: And then they show up. Okay, that's
7: That's a That's
3: (laughs) your guy's voice, right there. That's it. He's
6: not even gonna say okay. He's just gonna be like, (laughs) (laughs) and then he's gonna beat his chest like. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) We give men so much credit on the show.
1: Gotta love it. You also have the advantage (laughs) if you guys are only going out with each other for two weeks that he wants to get in your pants so badly that he's probably (laughs) eager to say yes to a couple's costume. But you just can't phrase it that way.
2: Oh, oh, but is it bad if you do like a a coordinated costume with a couple that's romantically linked? You know what I'm saying? Because Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are dating. So should you do more of a costume that's like mayonnaise and (laughs) mustard? Seemingly
3: Um, (laughs) ranch.
1: I don't think that matters. See, initial conversation about emasculating. What you're going to ask me to be mayonnaise <laughs> as our couple? <laughs>
2: well, okay. I think I'd rather be
1: Travis <laughs> Kelsey. Okay, or
0: maybe like okay, so magic mayonnaise. <laughs> okay, what if,
2: like what if she is like you're Batman and she's Robin? Like that's not a romantic like romantic couple Mm-mm. that you're being. Well, like you wouldn't want to be Cleopatra and Mark Anthony.
1: I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't like what? I, I just think it, even the Travis and and Taylor one, <sighs> that one feels different to me than all those historical ones okay, you're talking about. Right. I feel like if you go
4: with, with Abby's plan of what do you think we should wear or how you think we should approach the party, should we coordinate, is perfect. Because his reaction to that will tell you exactly how to move forward from there.
2: And I said Mark Anthony, but I meant to say Mark Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two very different people.
1: <laughs> as soon
2: as I said it, I was like, my husband's going to tell me about this when I get home.
1: <laughs> the first Show. Uh, Tommy, do I have time for the threesome email or we got to wait till Monday for that one? Now it out. Okay, here we go. Like he did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, she wants to date this guy, but like their first encounter was a threesome. Um, it's probably too late for me to give this warning, but if you're cruising around with kids in the car, I'm sorry.
2: All right. I need to keep all parties and certain details confidential. Cringy smiley face. Hi, I need help. My best friend, AKA sister that is not blood, was in town and we went out. I had to show her around my town when she had never been to. We met a group of guys and totally hit it off with them. If I were to say, if I were to say this night was epic, it would be an understatement. We met these guys at a bar, had a blast, taking shots, dancing, getting to know each other, bar hopping along. We made it to several epic places my city is known for. The night was nonstop fun. As the night progressed, it seemed that there was a certain guy that I was interested in and we gravitated towards each other. I ended up making out with my dude towards the end of the night and we ended up exchanging numbers. Fast forward to the almost end of the night. Few of us didn't want the night to end. So we got a hotel room. Super fast forward and no judgment here. I don't remember the exact chain of events, but it ended with me, the dude I made out with and exchanged number, numbers with and my bestie. Mm-hmm. Piano playing was had between us three. This is something that had maybe happened for me back in college, and nothing like this was even thought about with my friend and I before. When it was happening, though, it was totally normal, or as normal as a situation like this could be no jealousy or weirdness whatsoever. Even the next morning, it was this it was if we three were all friends and all walked away with no worries. This is
1: like right out of a movie. Yeah. Damn, (laughs) this really happens.
2: Well, here is where I need help. Dude has since been texting me and wanted to hang out. I'm very attracted to him, obviously. However, do you think this will forever be our story? Mm. Like, will he think this is something normal for me that I like to always share? Because let's be honest, this was a one-time thing, and I'm not a sharing kind of gal. Is this something he thinks will happen again, even if not with my friend? Then... That brings my friend into the mix, my best friend into the mix. Do you think this is something that we can move past? If he and I start dating, it will be like, hey, you hooked up with the guy I'm dating. He knows my friend doesn't live here, and she hasn't said anything about him since. I'm just in this weird limbo of not knowing what to do. Thank you for any and all Mm -hmm. advice.
1: Mo, take it. Take it.
4: Yeah, It's tough because it genuinely depends on the guy. I hate to say that, but that, to me, that's the only answer because I... There are guys that will not care at all. That It'll be like, that is how we met. That's our story. We are connected, and it won't matter at any point. But I know there are also a lot of guys who at some point may look back at this and find it difficult to take you seriously because of that being the foundation of the relationship. If it's me, and I'm being honest, I I wouldn't be able to get past that. It would be difficult for me to hit that switch and look at our
1: relationship as exclusive because of the way that it happened, but it it really all depends on the dude. So let me play this out here because— Maybe you and I are hanging out with different dudes. Um, So he's always going to think this is a possibility. What does Chris Rock say? Men can't go back sexually. Women can't go back financially. Um, So he's always going to think this is a possibility. When you say to him, hey, I just want to let you know that this is not something that I do regularly— I want to let you know he's not going to believe Definitely that. Definitely not going to believe I mean, how many times will a woman say to you, oh, I just want to let you know I don't do one night stands. And every guy is like, oh yeah, you do.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I that's that
1: a, special. That's a fact. So,
2: <laughs>
1: right, so he's not, We're
2: keeping it 100 here. <laughs> yep.
1: So he's not going to believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's the only thing that you can say is like, I want to let you know that is off the table here and you have to reset the expectation, but back in his head, at least as far as I'm concerned, yeah. he's going to always feel like it's a possibility.
2: So you're saying there's a chance. Yep. And let's fast forward doing what a woman does. We're at the wedding. You two are getting married, and this is your best friend, so she's <laughs> your maid of honor. So you're all three standing up there at the altar, and you all have done it
4: together. That is awkward, man.
6: <laughs> I would be terrified of that maid of honor speech.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: what is she going to say? Let
6: me tell you about the night she met Eric. Did
1: she say specifically in here that the other was a woman? She said best friend, but it was said that she was a woman. It was a her, her, his thing.
6: A.K.A. sister that is not
2: blood. Okay, okay.
1: Okay.
6: Go ahead. Oh, for me, I'm shocked that y'all are even getting as far as the wedding because if I'm the girl and I'm getting all these texts from this guy, I'm assuming he's texting me because he's interested in another threesome, not because he wants to date me. I'm more concerned about even getting to the point of like just dating, not Mm -hmm. even the wedding. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) That's a fair point. So, what do you do in a case like this, from the guy's perspective? If he is texting, is he texting? You're never gonna know. You're never gonna know. I mean, he'll bring it up. That's the only way you're gonna know, though. I I think if he is
4: in it for three, yeah, he'll find a way. He's not going to just come out and be direct with it, but he'll find a way to hint at. So, um. Are we having a replay of that night we ever mm-hmm. had? I, he definitely will find a way to bring mm-hmm. it
3: up. Yeah.
6: Is so and so coming into town? I really love your friend, so and so. Great yeah, guy. You start asking
4: how your friend doing. A <laughs> little too much.
3: <low, too> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what time it is. Yeah. You're always going to have that question in the back of your head. It would have to be for him. You have to really let him know that that is never, ever happening again. But like I said, he's still never going to believe that. 100%. <laughs> so the whole thing's pointless. <laughs> totally pointless. <laughs> it's a virtue. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show
4: Fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.